Okay, episode four of Bridges, Maps, and Medicine, um, a podcast where I, by I, I mean Nixon in this current incarnation, am interviewing the various teachers and um, characters that I meet on this path of healing and awakening. Um, and today we have a very interesting teacher and fellow that I met at Satyama Lasby's uh, Tantra course. I interviewed Satyama in the previous episode of this series. And uh, yeah, on I think day two or day three, we had a men's circle and a women's circle. I, of course, was in the men's circle. And she had one of her friends and fellow tantricas, a fellow by the name of Ajax Galinda, come down and give us a chat about uh, the masculine and the masculine side of Tantra. And I found his lesson very enlightening and interesting and no holds barred. He, he, I guess what I really saw in Ajax was a man who'd done a lot of work and had lived, I guess, a life that uh, was probably not many people had lived. Uh, I mean, I got a lot out of this one week tantra course in in that i feel more liberated in some areas of my being and so i can only imagine if you've done it 15 20 years like satyama and and ajax have done where it's become your life obviously those degrees of freedom would be greater and i definitely saw that in ajax he didn't really seem to give a shit about things that a lot of people might give a shit about and I guess that's enlightenment, right? On some level. Uh, you're getting to these successive levels of not giving a fuck about stuff that we've been conditioned to give a fuck about. I think that's pretty much what the Buddha taught. Um, maybe not in those words. So I thought I'd just sit down and talk to Ajax about his experience as a long-time practicing tantrika and a teacher of these arts and what happened next was a very candid conversation about uh you know the male perspective on these practices uh, many of the questions i asked ajax were pretty much the same questions i asked satyama but I, I i got often very different answers and you know i found it very enlightening as a chat and we explore all sorts of interesting areas uh that listeners can actually go home and practice themselves I know I definitely practiced a few of them have a guess which which ones they were and I definitely got interesting results so yeah I really encourage you to listen to Ajax's words because I really did find him a bit of a unique channel um, and he definitely was operating in a different zone than most people so I like that in a person. So please sit back and enjoy my chat with the uh, one, the only Ajax Galinda. Okay, so today we have Ajax Galinda. Um, thank you for coming. Uh, Ajax, I had the pleasure of uh, doing a um, workshop with as part of this Tantra retreat with Satyama Lasby on the last episode. And Ajax is a Tantra teacher and a session giver. Okay. I work with the Kundalini force. Okay. Mainly. And how did you get onto this path? Was it like... 
Um, I was in a spiritual community and I meet a woman that worked with Tantra. I was with my partner there sitting eating lunch beside her. <laughs> okay. How long ago was this? Uh, 15 years ago. Okay. And then um, uh, I asked her, do you know some practice okay. that we could do? And she said, you could put uh, the cock soft inside your woman. And you could send the life force energy, tickling life force energy to your heart. And I go home and practice and learn a lot about Tantra. Okay. <laughs> you did recommend this practice. Could you inform the listeners what's so good about putting the soft cock inside um, the woman? We have like a body armor on our body and we have it inside the vagina or inside um, the ass. Um, so if um, we massage it or if we give love to it... Um, it will um, dissolve. It's like the dissolve. It's like the muscle. It will, and then, then it will feel much more. Okay. So if you put the cock soft inside of a woman, then they will actually start talking okay. with each other. The, the penis, the, the penis, body part. The body part uh, is not like love making. It's it's very new for both and the cock too. It's. Um, yeah. Okay. It's like a communication. Communication and it peeling off the masks and the game about friction and, and it'd be total new experience to make love. Okay. So that will actually de-armor the vagina from yes. doing that. Does the penis have much armor? Uh, yes. It has armor. It, uh, it has both armor and the, the penis is like a giving energy and sometimes it gives has given from a bad... bad uh, side uh, or from not a bad side but from an un, well, without a lower thinking, side a lower side without thinking yeah. you know without giving love to it to, to give love to the woman maybe she just fuck her because she wanted to come yeah yeah uh, could you could you um, describe to the listener like um, what you feel the, the major problems with western modern sexuality is and what tantra seeks to um, heal in that. So, Tantra is an uh, old tradition that will clean all the wounds inside you. And it's the fastest yoga tradition to heal. It's the strongest and the hardest. Okay. What's so hard about it? Uh, because you clean very fast. Okay. And if you clean fast, then then the blockage or your, the pain that you was little and your pains in your life. Yeah. Clean much faster. So it's okay. a fast process. Um, can you describe a little bit about your own personal journey with that? Like what that looked like as before you started working this way and what was healed in you um, through this process? Yeah. Um, so my biggest wound started when I was three years that my papa and mama didn't fully could see me. Oh, okay. And um, and my papa actually has it from before. So and it's like a thing in the chest. I didn't even know it was pain in the chest. But mm. then I start feeling it when I start working. But and then it start cleaning. And um, yeah, and and I clean. I see my children better and better. But I can't st still not fully see them. Oh, okay. The but I could see that I have the wound and learn a lot about it. Mm. So you know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um. Uh, people might be curious about what that cleaning process involves. You told us a little bit about it. Uh, can you just describe, like, mm. in a simple way, like, that involves, from what you're saying, is like not ejaculating, oh, holding yeah. onto your seed, letting the energy... <sighs> so, um, if we 
when we make love, we could press out the energy in the woman and like fuck the, for, uh, the force into her. Or we could send the force backwards like she do. It's like a receiving energy. Uh, and then the energy could rise or if we don't ejaculate. And so we could have a practice, no ejaculation. It's very good. And I think all men should try this. Yeah. For how Beca long? Um, at least uh, 21 days. Okay. Because um, it's uh, during 17 days, um, it's after you come, you take out your life energy a little bit. And it's not fully before, after 17 days. Okay. So if you try 21 days, only four days, you're full restored. Okay. Uh, three months is very good to try. And if you do that, you... you probably we'll start getting other kind of orgasm. Mm -hmm. Can you describe these other kinds? Of uh, we have many orgasms. We could have a spine orgasm. We could have um, uh, that is called um, energy orgasm. Energy orgasm. Yes. Okay. And it's the energy rising in your back. Okay. And it could be similar to the same movement that you have in the female having a normal orgasm. Okay. Some men could have that too. It's like a shaking energy. Okay. Mm, and we could actually have orgasm in all our chakras. Okay. Um, hmm. And uh, we could start making love on distance even. Oh, distance love. S yeah, so I could make love on distance with my partner. Just energetically? Just energetically. Through like visualization? Uh, it's cosmic orbits. Oh, okay. Uh, because the energy is like magnetism. Two people sit in front of each other and the magnetism and you more you charge um, the energy with other person, you... Yeah. Yeah. Then, then this energy could come inside each other and you could f have full orgasm, physical or this other kind of orgasm. Ah, interesting. And um, uh, the other stuff that you were talking about was very interesting to me, which is like... Um, Obviously, there seems to be a lot of issues between the masculine and the feminine, probably from the beginning of time. But we seem to be entering an era now where there's a lot of change going on. So uh, from a perspective of someone who basically has, you know, lives his life exploring this stuff, where would you say we're at now? And like, what's what's it's, going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's going on a lot. Uh, the woman sense has done yoga for like 50 years now. Okay. And they've been opening up. Yeah. Um, for the life force and get more present and more juicy and and alive and missing the man too they have been needed to put uh, male energy on themselves and holding themselves and the man was not allowed to be man and now they don't have anybody that told them so it's a big struggle for has been a big struggle and this is disappearing now Okay. Because the man start coming back. I noticed this. I've been working with this and I the man now is like is so hungry and he's coming now. So he's, he's trying to become a man again. Yes. He's uh, like, not try, he's becoming. Okay. He already started. He started to look at his wounds. He started to look at who he is. He started to look at his he started to become honest. Okay. Why do you think the man was shut down? And like the, because in 10,000 years, uh, the man has been going over the woman's boundaries a little bit. And the, okay. and the woman has been hurt of this. And then the woman says, stop, 
and step, they stop a little bit too hard. Mm. Uh, so the little boy never was allowed to become a man. Okay. Mm. Okay. And you've just noticed this process naturally happening over the, like, the last, what, five yeah, years, no, ten years? No, it's more like two, three years, and it's okay. increased a lot. Um, mm. uh, it's like now it's the man, man's turn, and now I think it's, before it was like 5% men in the yoga world, and okay. now it's like 20, 30, it's just increasing, it's go fast now. Yeah, I think it's because they realize there's a lot of women there. <laughs> yeah, but and the woman pulling the man too. Yeah, yeah. Some of the women has say many years come. Otherwise, I broke up with you. If mm. you don't come in and see yourself and see your wounds and start making love with me from my heart and mm. seeing me fully, then I must stop. What needs to change in men mm. now okay. to be able to hold the energy that's coming through? Mm, we have put masks on and we need to take them off. Okay. We need to see each other and lift each other up again. Okay. Like we have been doing. Okay. Um, we have been uh, chanting together and building energy with brothers many, many years. And we're missing that. We're missing to hang out with the brothers. The men? The men. Oh, okay. Because men energy will make more men energy. Oh, okay. And then we will find our, I find what is masculine in you and you give it like a little present to me. And you maybe find something masculine in me and I give it to you. So it's almost like men have to spend more like conscious man time in order to develop masculine enough to then return back to the feminine or to give back to the feminine. Yes. Something like that. And look at our feminine side too. Okay. It's two, two, two paths. And you more we look at our feminine side, you more masculine we get. Oh, okay. This is uh, the polarity stuff, yeah. It's a polarity stuff. Yeah. And the women are exhausted to have hold themselves. Yeah. They have been doing it far too long. Mm. So they're longing for this holding energy. And you were talking about how what you feel women want is to be seen mm -hmm. by the masculine. I was curious to ask you what you feel is stopping men from being able to see women. Yeah, stay in your heart, stay in your heart. Okay. Why you go away from your heart? Why you go to the mind and look away or you stay yeah. with me? Like she wants, she wants yeah. full presence. Full presence. Um, one second we maybe go, oh, I'm doing this right. And you look up in the air and oh, confusing come mm. and you lose her. Where is the pillar of light? Where, where is the holding energy? I was surrendering. I start to surrender now. Please hold me. Yeah, we need to be there so present we can. So it's like the holding energy. Like we're there to sort yeah, of support. Yeah, I'm there to support. I'm there to give. I'm there to see you. I'm there to see you. I'm holding you. But I'm not, holding not all to... your wounds. Okay. I'm holding everything inside you. Mm -hmm. But not to fix or anything like that. It's nothing to fix. You just sit there and hold. If you want to fix, if she wants to fix something, she will fix it on herself. Mm -hmm. You're there to support. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to ask you, like, you talk about some of the more um, interesting states that you've reached through your pursuit of tantric practices. Like, what what kind of mystical states have you sort of reached and what did you have to do to get to them um, so um, when we meditate and when we do tantra we get dmt in our brain okay and it's from the hypergland and it's behind the third eye yeah 
um, and then time and room will disappear or absolutely not be like it is here and uh, presence will become very very clear okay uh, no before and no future okay only now exist it's almost like you're enlightened in this second and uh, so when we love making uh, in a tantric way we will almost disappear in this state of dmt mm. and um and then when we take down the energy, love energy, we even try to share what happened there because it's a little bit abstract. Mm. It's so hard to understand what happened there. Yeah, yeah. So you lose self, basically. Yeah, and then I, who was I without my wounds? I thought I was my wounds. Mm. I thought I was this. Yeah. Who am I now if I'm not my wounds? I guess they're just stories in a way, you know? Yeah, but we sometimes we have them all our life. We need to suffer them through or dig in them or like we get the pain. Like I have my, that I could not see my children and I have it. But do it serve me? And how long time do it serve me? Do it what, sorry? Serving me. Serving, yeah. And yeah. so you were able to clear that eventually. Yeah, I was cleaning it eventually, but then it comes back a little bit. Oh. So... <laughs> You could clear fully, uh, but if you're not fully practiced and keep the life force energy full alive in you, uh, you be start becoming your wounds again. Oh, it uh, comes back. Yeah, because the stones were so big or in this river of energy in your spine that they come back, come back a new stone in the same place. And mm. I think it's still I am. Uh, yeah, I can kind of relate to that. Um I've worked a lot with plant medicine, and you mentioned the DMT stuff. I was wondering, have you worked with plant medicine a lot, and are there any parallels that you found between tantric practice and, and any plant the, medicine? Uh, the US, the, the same knowledge. Same knowledge. It's only one knowledge, but it's many ways to go there. Yeah. Uh, and there are different clear and different ways. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Is it safe to mix the two, or you think? Yes, it's very okay. safe to mix them too. Okay. Uh, the tantric way is a little bit clearer to understand. If you take a plant medicine, yeah. you could take a shortcut. Yeah. And come to full enlightenment even. Okay. But you will forget it very quick. Yeah. Because I've noticed. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Eight hours of enlightenment. <laughs> yeah, and it's a very nice place to be. But if we work ourselves. Uh, clean uh, through a tantric practice or yoga practice uh, we will remember it much better mm. yep. and we could even stay in this enlightened state if we keep the practice up okay and i don't want to go there again fully and i don't want to open more yeah for me i'm open enough why, why is that uh, because uh we are so open, so I could almost not be with people anymore. Oh, okay. Too uh, sensitive. Too sensitive. I will feel what Everyone's my brother... Pain and stuff. Yes, I will hear what you're say, thinking. Okay. I actually wanted to ask this question, like, because a big thing with me on my healing journey is, like, how do you maintain an open, loving heart when you're in a world which can often quite injure that? Like... Uh, I guess what I've seen yeah. in the tantric as I met is you guys are quite open and free-loving... And I was like, oh, I, I would like to be that way. But then part of me is fears being hurt. Like, how do you balance that out? Um, I think uh, you will 
you more you dig, you more hurt you will be, and you more in heaven you will be. Uh, it's the polarity. Yeah. You more you go to heaven, you more your your pains will hurt. Um, but heaven is a very beautiful place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't have one without the other. Um, I don't know. It's something about uh, when we are in the town. Uh, it's good to make uh, like a bubble around yourself, or um, keep some kind of. I, I make a bubble around me, and it's a crystal bubble. And before I center myself in the bubble, I find my inner joy and my inner center, my inner playfulness. Uh, what is me? Pure me. And then. I put this crystal ball around me and I will see everybody. I will see you. And only if you have good energy, you will, could pass this energy through this crystal. So when I'm on the subway, I will not feel anybody. I see them. I see their pain. I hear their pains, but they will not affect me. Okay. Because they need to pass the crystal ball. I only imagine in the mind and it will, I already created it. It exists mm. now. Makes a lot of sense. Um, so I use it when I'm in the subway or mm. something like this. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was curious about to explore more of this de-armoring and the breaking down of masks process. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I'm not sure exactly what practices you've done. And talking to Satyama, she's lived on a lot of retreat communities and stuff like that. How? What's been the most effective way to break down the masks and the, uh, the de-armoring process. Yeah, it's two two ways. Like the breathing is really the strongest. Uh, to breathe, breathe, breathe. Uh, all breathing exercises, um, breath works, are a very effective way to open up your life force. Okay. Um, we could do it like uh, massage the body. Um, okay. Uh, with the body armoring, uh, we could we have an armor in our body. Yeah. And we could touch these points. And take away the wounds. Okay. Um, but it needs an experienced person to do it. Is this like Rol but, Rolfing, uh, Wilhelm Reich sort of stuff? It's uh, the arm, body, the armoring okay. uh, thing. Yeah. So we have the points uh, where the energy points in our bodies. Okay. Uh, where we could uh, press and give them love or hold. We could even actually even do it in the air, like mm. an energy massage, like from a half meter mm. and clean the body that way. Okay. This is a very, very effective way, but you need somebody to, to hold space for this. Mm. That's, that has some experience. Okay, interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, and would you, have you done, do you run these sorts of retreats, which Satcham does, where you're doing a lot of encounter work, where people are getting up and exposing themselves at all yeah um, that's why it's so hard practice because maybe I'm, I'm putting in front of some challenge maybe I um, I need to stand naked in front of, somebody asked me could you stand you want to stand naked in front of the group and everybody else do and I feel okay should I do oh, oh ah yeah, but, yeah, yeah but I don't like my cock or I'm too fat maybe or did I am smelly maybe yeah <laughs> Uh, but then it's that's why it's so fast the tantric way because it's challenge you yeah it's not uh, sitting waiting practice it's a doing now practice okay and that will challenge directly or maybe yeah. you're in a room with different partners and you change partners and then you see somebody touching your woman and she's in heaven yeah she, he just maybe see her and she's in heaven has that happened to you of course wow 
many wow. times. And it's, for me, it's my ego is like, what? I want to be there. I can't do that. But my heart is loving it. My woman is in heaven. Mm. And she, he could hold her like I can't do. Wow. And she will come and sleep in my bed. So I have no problem in one way, but my ego is struggling. Oh, I want to be there. My head is struggling. And does that sort of feeling of jealousy eventually burn out? This is, for me, it's not a problem. The jealousy is love. Okay. Jealousy is just that I love her. But there was a process that you probably... Yeah, it's very mild for me because I've done a lot of work now. Okay. Um, but in the start, it was, it was very, very hard. It's like, no, this is not for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... Um, so I get more and more open during 10 years, for uh, first 10 years with Tantra. Okay. And have open relationships after a while, full open relation. We yeah. love making with others and stuff. And now, last five years, I have been uh, monogamous. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, and that's not... Yeah. Yeah, you're talking about that bit with us, and I was interested in what you're saying, because I always often wonder about the energetics of open sexuality like and you're saying that for you to be in an open relationship you end up processing a lot of people's other people's stuff so yeah if you're in an open relationship it's you you need to talk about how to do it and mm. and then maybe the jealousy come or uh, yeah and how to do it are we having threesomes or yeah. are you going away one night and but you didn't show me that night yeah uh, can you, I guess what I'm talking about is can you pick up like negative energy from people? Yeah, you through, will through, connect. Yeah. And how do you avoid that sort of stuff? Because in the past I have had partners and I've ended up taking on some very dark energy. Yeah. Uh, so. Or heavy yeah. energy. Yeah. That's you more sensitive we become, you more monogamous we become, I think. Ah, because we will pick up other energies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so now I'm picking up other energies when I was uh, not so mono when I was polygamous yeah. then I didn't pick so much up and I asked them, my partners to not tell so my head didn't need to fight with it to struggle oh, okay. with it that yeah. was my boundary okay. that most people want to know so my girlfriends has want to know when I have been interrogating with somebody or okay. being with somebody yeah, yeah, but yeah. then I don't want them to tell me okay fair enough <laughs> yeah, yeah it's better for me yeah yeah, yeah no, that's fair mm -hmm. enough sometimes mm -hmm. you got to just get through your day yeah um and what kind of things have you seen like tantra, the, well, at least the sort of tantra you practice, like heal? Is there special sort of wounds that you've seen getting healed by this sort of uh, modality in people? Like, First, we start cleaning the small wounds, but it will come to the big wound. Okay. Everybody will come to the big wound that we get when we was a child. Yeah. When we was a child, we get the blockage. Yeah. Papa or mama didn't saw us or beat us or did something. Yeah. And um, and this child need to get this expression out. Yeah. And it was not coming out. So now it needs to be activated and um, listened to. Uh, authentic expression. It needs to be... Yeah, it just needs to be seen yeah. and released. And when it gets released, then the life, for this blockage go away and your life force starts moving again. Mm. And before maybe when the, before when the life force move, uh, life could struggle and things not happening. Mm. But when life force come, everything will come. Everything just manifesting. Yeah. Very quick. <clears throat> it seems like 
if you think about it, the majority of people right now are, are kind of blocked, right? So, uh, yeah, but you could not say anybody's blocked. Okay. We are just not so open yet. Okay, is do you think that's like by design? Like there's like society has been created to sort of keep people shut down. Yeah, is it, it, if is... if we work and we are stressed and has a lot of mind, then it's hard for us to have time to open up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, we have been doing wrong so long time. Uh, but we are on the way. We are on the way. The tsunami is coming soon. Uh, wh- can you talk a bit about that? Like, what, um, what, what do you see? Obviously, we're living in very crazy times right now. Have you... Yeah, we have the darkness and the light. We have the polarity. Some need to go through the catastrophe before they could go to the light. Okay. The other ones, they're going to go to the light directly. Okay. And um, the white uh, human or the white society is waking up now. Okay. It's time for us to wake up. And we have been awake before. Something make us start sleeping. Something. Do you have any idea what with that money is? and okay. yeah, yeah. Good question. Society. We start making wrong. We start uh, killing each other, and when we didn't need, and making square houses. Everything square. Everything roads. Square. Yeah, yeah. We forget Mother Earth. We forget to give her back. Mm. We forget to forget we was a part of mother earth we thought we were separating and then we stopped separation inside us and then we stopped separation between us and now it's time to find home so it's uh, just dormant this energy it's just sleeping it's not that we are blocked it's just that the life energy is dormant inside us it one it's and then we could wake it up so we all have this life force energy and it's the same life force energy you see on the hospital symbols, like these two snakes. So it's, it's the energy, in life force energy within a being, or even Mother Earth has this life force energy. <sighs> this is a, another one, because something which has been coming up a lot in, in the workshop is people seem to really lack self-love in this day and age. Um, I want to try and wonder why that is. It's in me as well. Um, everyone says, oh, you got to love yourself. Like, do you have any idea what that actually looks like as a practice? Look what you don't like in yourself. Look at the darkness and see your darkness fully and welcome to the light. Then you are coming to the paradise. But you need to fully, fully see your darkness. We are afraid of the pain, so we don't want to look. Oh, I'm bad uh, touching humans because I want something. Or I want money from people, so I have bad conscience. Yeah. You were actually talking about that as well. I was interested in uh, you saying one of the big issues with men is that when we we are interacting with the feminine, we're always wanting to take. Mm-hmm. Like... How do you stop? I think the, it's the masculine energy and the feminine has it too. The, okay. the wanting energy. The wanting. It's like you want something. Right? Because the masculine is uh, moving forward energy. Uh, and the girls has it too. Uh, and 
for me it's closing i don't want when if i feel they want my cock then i'm closing and okay. they feel the same so if we want their pussy or their boobs they they will close mm -hmm. now he wants something now i need to protect again i have been protecting 10000 years and so now i might need to protect again I thought he was coming back and he was holding me because he's starting seeing me now. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we are doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And and you keep saying the 10,000 years. I just, <laughs> okay. it's like a symbolic uh, oh, number. I was just curious what, what you think it was like before and why mm, it started changing. So, yeah, we have done it in the right way. We was We are the singing and dancing monkey. Okay. But we forget to sing and dance together. Uh. And then we forget how to be alive. And then all these problems start becoming. Mm. But now some are starting dancing and singing and starting becoming alive. Like the animals, they sing together. They sing together every day, the birds. They make love with each other. The endorphins go full on. The presents come to them, and hmm. so that's like the number one thing which keeps coming back is to, like, what would you say, like, the, to to understand we are a part of Mother Earth. Yeah, we forget, yeah. we forget we are a part of Mother Earth. We try to separate us from what we are. When we start loving Mother Earth and seeing her and appreciate that the sun is rising and will give me every day something. And even make a wish what it could give. Why not? Maybe it's happening. Create. You could create your paradise. You could create your paradise every day, every second. In awareness. And this will come with these practices. Okay. And I'm, I'm interested to ask you more about your individual path with the practices. Like, um, can you describe some more practices that you were doing in order to reach where you are now like before when you started on the path were you a lot more closed down and sort of shut down as a person and, and was it like um, were you having big openings or was it like yeah. a small gradual path or breakthroughs like it could be in many different ways but it's something about that the dialogue between the head and the body many of us we think about our head but everything is a somatic sensation. Everything is a bodily sensation. If the body feels something, it's true. Uh, but our mind wants to think it's not true, wants to think it's right. He thinks it's always right, but he's not always right. And we are not our mind. We are much more our heart. And I think the human has forget a little bit who they are. Yeah, I think a lot of people are stuck in their heads these days. Yes, because so, they think they are the head. Mm, so how do you get out of the head then? Maybe you start thinking who you are talking with. <laughs> or you're starting having a good talk with this guy. How good talk could I have with this inner guy? Yeah. How but much love could we give? How much love could I get, receive from everybody? Um, and the communication could, that's what we are. We are the communication between the heart and the mind. We are not the mind. And the communication. Not, we are maybe the, for me, 
I am my communication. But I'm much more my heart too, and than the brain anyway. So this that you're saying with the brain is a very big thing. Yeah. And I think uh, it's good for everybody to take a good thing. Who am I? And this I do a lot. I did for five years every day to myself. Who am I? Who am I? Oh, I'm the like one that love life. I'm the one that uh, do this. And they are peeling off and peeling off and peeling off. But I am not the one I think I am. I am not the one I think I am. <laughs> it sounds no, like a Zen, and I'm not the one you, as you, I'm, you think I am either. So what would you say you are then? Just I guess a I am Mother Earth. Ah, okay. I am pure. Behind everything else is a mask or a game. Do you think the masks in the game are there to serve a purpose? Like no, we learn to put them on. We learn to put them on. So Papa and Mama say, put this mask on. You're on the subway. You're not allowed to dance here. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make love in the hallway (laughs) or something. Yeah, yeah. And with the de-armoring process, just to come back to that, you're saying there's a lot of armor in the anus as well. Yeah. So would you recommend that people explore clearing that? Like how You could clear all the blockage, but please do it slow. Okay. And do it with love. Yeah, yeah. And with more love and more slow you do it, you more you will open. Okay. Um, Otherwise, what's the risks? You could uh, lock. If you put a finger in my ass, it will just lock. It will just, oh, stop. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Give me some hours, you know? Yeah. See me, my soul. See me, see me, see me. But the life force energy go through the perineum. Okay. Uh, so many has a very big opening uh, when they have a prostate massage or mm. putting the finger in the anus. So for men, it could be a very good thing to do when you mm. masturbate, for example, to to try to touch your prostate. Um, or you could pray, try with your partner. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I recommend to go slow and actually... I don't want to penetrate an ass or a pussy. I want everything to get sucked in there. So I want to put the finger outside the an- my anus or outside her anus and let it get sucked in. Like okay. uh, nom, nom energy. I want to come energy. Okay. It, it will do finally. Yeah. And uh, it could even do from distance. You could put 30 centimeters from the anus with me, a sensitive person. will mm. definitely feel you. Mm. If you put it 30 centimeters from and send it love. Mm-hmm. and you could even do some movement or something but yeah and you're talking about tantra being the fast path <laughs> is there any dangers to this path and like what are some of the risks involved um, and have you seen people fall off or have accidents or so it's a hard path um, um, and how do you prevent yeah, you need a good teacher. Thank you. Uh, you need somebody to answer your questions. Mm-hmm. Because maybe you stop opening up and you have a lot. What's happening? Oh, I'm falling backwards because I have a big pain. In my, what I do now? Who am I? Oh, shit. Who am I? I'm getting almost a psychosis. I'm enlightened or what's happening? Ah, who am I? Oh, I feel I hear everybody. Oh, shit, I hear the one person in the room. I'm cra- getting crazy. Have you had experiences like that? Like sort of? Man, many has different yeah. kind of experience. And um, 
and then you need a teacher or somebody to ask. Otherwise, you could uh, have, we call it Conalini psychosis, or, um, yeah, it's like uh, you, you don't know where to go, you're just falling, and so it's... Ungrounded, sort of. Ungrounded. Uh, so when you start opening up and you fall backwards, please re reach out to somebody that could hold you. And it don't need to be a tantric teacher, it could be family or friend, but that's somebody that could help you holding the wounds that are cleaning. And often that could be family too. You explore mostly Western Tantra or do you this do is much a traditional Indian old tradition. Okay. Uh, 7,000 years old. Okay, so you, you follow the more traditional path than the Neo Tantra sort of stuff. Or a bit of The Neo Tantra uh, open up a lot of people. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a lot in the West and uh, it brings the knowledge to us mm -hmm. and even to the soft Tantra. Uh -huh. Because the neo tantra could be a little bit hard sometimes. Yeah, in what way? A mm, little bit direct. Oh, okay. Maybe can, can I have a pain in my heart yeah. because my mama couldn't see me, and then you maybe just hold there and press, and I will start feeling pain, and you just hold there to it dissolved. Uh, but it dissolved with pain. Yeah, yeah. Or true pain. Uh, instead of uh, maybe loving it, just sending it love, sending it love. Maybe it's softer, it takes a little bit soft, longer time, but it will dissolve much easier and nicer. Mm, yeah. And maybe Cheerful. I don't need to make new blockage on you. Mm. So, but you follow mostly the... Mostly the old uh, tantric tradition. This, actually, I fully work with the Kundalini energy. I, she's my teacher. Oh, okay. I surrender fully for the Kundalini energy. Uh, so when I give a session or the night disappear, actually, my soul I put aside, connect with the other one's blockage, and the Kundalini energy will clean the blockage. Your Kundalini energy? The, the other person's and mine. Oh, okay. I will, I will awaken the other person's Kundalini energy because mine is very awake. Okay. So when I connect with the other person's Kundalini energy, it, uh, it will increase and the blockage will clean. Okay. And what does the Kundalini awakening feel like for you? It's like everything gets super, super clear. Okay. You're just here and now. You know everything without doubt. It's no doubt. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great place to be. It's a great, but a little bit boring. Boring. It's super boring. <laughs> in what way? Because I could sit on my testicles and be enlightened all my life. Okay. I don't need to eat. I don't need to fuck. I don't need anything. I'm not a human anymore. Okay. So you want to, you want to come I don't back want to be there. I don't want to be there anymore. Not fully anyway. Mm -hmm. Because I will sit with Mother Earth and I'm in heaven. I promise you, brother, I'm in heaven. But I'm alone there. Mm. It's better to be a human. It's better to live. Yeah. And did you study much in India with like the old masters there at all? Like mm, the I have the same knowledge that the masters. So I have been meeting the people that has been with the big masters. Okay. And uh, yeah, I've been meeting their energy. Okay. Sort of getting transmitted. But I don't. Uh, yeah, it's getting transmitted. Okay. Uh, this 7,000 or knowledge is coming really back to us now mm. and it will come, uh, the whole world will have it soon. Like yoga has been here 50 years, now Tantra will come.
Mm-hmm. And in 50 years, we have the same amount of Tantra that we had yoga mm-hmm. studios. We maybe go and do a little Tantra exercise in the middle of the lounge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this will awaken people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's like when this Kundalini energy is like when we die, we get healed pure and clean. We get ki- uh, clean. clean. Oh, pure and clean. Yeah. But just all at once. All at once. Tantra does get a sort of weird name sometimes because there are sort of predatory teachers. Like, is how how do you avoid, like... I've been working with this 15 years and I have not had any problem. And 95% of the women are uh, uh, my clients. Oh, yes. So, so I have been working with thousands of thousands of women. Uh, and I just give from my heart. Yeah. I mean, I guess, how do you navigate, for a lady who's, like, looking to get into ah, this, how do, you, how do you navigate the world of Tantra? Where there trust is, yourself. Trust yeah. your instincts. Trust your know. Trust yourself. And are there predatory female Tantra teachers as well? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And they fuck around sometimes. And it's sad to see. And they don't even understand their predators. Okay. Uh, especially not if they're young and they don't get it at all. They think they could do like this. Yeah. And um, maybe I was wondering, like, you could give us like a short description on what it means. Like talking to Satchelma, she talks about the de- the desacralization of sex where we're just having sex and it's just for ejaculation and it's sort of animal for level. For me, I could not only have sex for this animal uh, thing that you're talking yeah. about. It's, for me, it's connecting and I will come to heaven. Okay. And when I'm in heaven, then I could make love. Okay. And then I could make love in heaven and then that's the only way I know yeah. now. So it's all about connecting with someone like on a heart level. like On a really to... high level. Okay, and so you're trying to bring the energy up instead of down. Is that right? It's two energies. We have one that is going uh, up and one is going down. Okay. And they're going in orbit into each other. Okay. So it's like if you're two people and sitting in front of each other and we see the magnetism go inside each other. But it goes two different. Okay. And this is the male energy she has will come inside you and the female energy Oh, okay. The other way. Keep cycling. Um, you run workshops, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we're running men workshops and I'm uh, giving private sessions to open people's Okay. Stars. Actually, because uh, you're going to run a men's tantra yep. workshop. Like, what does that, how does that differ from the, the mixed women's? Like, what kind of stuff do you learn? It's good when we are the men only because then we could take the mask off because we have, have the mask so much when we have the female in the room. Yeah, it's true. And the female put the mask on when we come into the room too. So it's very nice to work with the man group. Then we have peel off the, the mask already and see behind. And suddenly I see the man. Otherwise it's hard to see each other. But in the only man circle, then you will fully see each other and could lift each other up. It's a pure way. We should work in men and women circles. It's a very good way to work. Okay. And is there anything that you'd like to say about how to heal this divide that's between the masculine and feminine? Yeah, to let them surrender. Um, who, who, who surrender? Uh, the female want to surrender. Okay. She want to be hold of the pillar of light that we are and have inside us. And that could be inside our cock and going into her. Um, 
A clear holding energy, a tree energy. Yeah, that's just standing there and holding her. And she could flower, she could live, she could dance under this tree and uh, get just nourish of the tree that's just holding and holding and have the roots far down in the ground. Okay, so like you need, how would you cultivate this grounding energy, this tree energy then? You, the male energy is like, it's really going down from earth. It's really down. It's and she's fluffy and up, so she she needs this. Hmm. Needs to be tethered, grounded. Yeah. Otherwise, she will just fly around and she don't know where to go. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. direction. The male energy has a lot of direction. So be true with the intention in the direction, and the direction will be clear, and she could surrender. All right. Well. Thank you, Ajax. I think that was really important, and I think a lot of people will be very interested in listening to that. <laughs> I know I was. Yeah, um, yeah and I'll, I'll put all your details. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so that was my interview with Ajax Galindo. Um, or Galindo. Sorry about that, Ajax. Um, if you'd like to work with Ajax, he operates primarily out of Kopangnan in Thailand. He teaches men's tantric retreats. I think he teaches regular tantric retreats. He also does private work and with couples um, and healing work. And I really encourage you to go out and seek him. He's a very interesting and learned man in these matters. Um, so I'll put his contact details in um, the description of this uh, podcast. And if you'd like to support this podcast, please share a like, subscribe. Um, if you'd like to donate, uh, only $2 a month to help me pay my producer, Dan, so he can feed his child. Uh, this would be greatly appreciated. Uh, no one's putting a gun to your head, but, you know, Dan's in a tough situation with his starving child. So please help Dan out by giving me money uh smooth that was very smooth so please uh have a lovely day thank you for listening there'll be more of these coming up soon very interesting people that i'm talking to so thanks for supporting this and see you later